Good evening. We're all doing well. We're learning Masechah's Git and Daf Ayin Vav. We're starting three lines from the top. More sugyas about um, minutia, the small details of the uh, different possible uh, terms and conditions that a husband can put into a get. Tanu Rabban and the rabbis taught us in a brisa. This is actually a tosefta. Here's your get on condition that you tend to the needs of my father for two years, or or that you nurse my child for two years. And the Tanakama here says, that even if she doesn't do those things, she doesn't service the father for two years, she doesn't nurse the baby for two years, this is still a get. Because as we learned yesterday, we need to make sure that the conditions are real conditions. And one of the qualifications of a real conditions is when they match the Tznai Bnei God Bnei Ruvain, which is that it's if yes, yes, if no, no. And here, because it was only one way, it doesn't count. And also it did not say, Im Taniki Taniki Divi Rev Meir, that this is not called a Tznai, because the rules of a tonight is that we need to have a double tonight. Uh, if yes, then you get X, and if no, then you get Y. It depends. It's not about the double tnai issue. Uh, he says, if she does her job two years of either servicing the father or nursing the child, then get. But if she does not fulfill the conditions, then get. So she's in limbo for those two years. Huge nafkaminas practically between the shitas. According to the first one, they're divorced on day one. According to the second one, they're divorced on day 730. These are just huge differences between the two shitas. Now, the Rashbag looks back at these two shitas of Rav Meir and the Chachamim. We don't know who he's talking about when he says what he says, but here's what he says. Rashbag Omer, Ein she'eno kaful. We don't have a t'nai that's in the psukim that isn't doubled. And we don't know what this is talking about. We don't know who he's arguing with. Is he arguing with Rav Meir, who says that the reason why this is a get is because it's a single t'nai and not a double t'nai, or is he arguing against the Chachamim who say that if you fulfill your tznai, yes, and if no, no, but we have to wait until the two-year mark to determine. So the Gemara says about 10 lines down on Ayin Vav Ika de Amre, the Reb Meir Amarle. Some say that Rashbag was talking uh, against Reb Meir, to his fighting with Reb Meir. Ika de Amre, some say, that maybe the Rashbag was talking and arguing with the Shita of the Rabbanon. And the Gemara says a quarter of the way down, how could it be that this opinion of Rashbag is arguing with Rav Meir? Because Rashbag was of the opinion that the double conditions are required and they're lacking. So here says the Gemara, what's Rashbag saying back to Rav Meir? Everything in the Torah is kafal. It's no different than having and you cannot extrapolate from what the Torah writes to something that's not in the Torah and therefore I don't need to have a double condition because that's only true in Psukim. It's not true in the Get. He fundamentally argues the concept of the Tanai Bnei Gob, Bnei Ruben. It only applies in Chumash. And, the, and Rashi over here brings a couple of examples. Rashi, Dibur Hamaschil, Ika de Amre, about 15, 12 lines down. He says, It just means that in the Torah, whenever it says a condition, it's it's always doubled. A double condition, that's how it's listed in the Torah. But we don't need that over here. So what's the argument? If this is how we understand Rashbag, what's his argument, to, argument against Rav Meir? Rav Meir was a the opinion that this double tonight is a zero because he only said one tonight. 
And the Rashbag says it doesn't matter what he says. One tonight, two tonight, it doesn't matter. It's not required. That's approach number one. And a third of the way down says the Gemara Ikuda Amri. Some say that the opinion of Rashbag is really the Rabbanon Ka'amarluhu. Really, he's arguing against the sheet of the Rabbanon. This is what Rashbag is saying back to the Chachamim. Let's remember that the Chachamim said that if she fulfills the two years, she's divorced. And if not, then the get is Batel. What does Rashbag say back to that? He says, That no, you can't say that it's uh, if this, then that, and if it's that, then this. We do need to follow the rules of the Tanaim and Chumash, unlike the previous version of Rashbag. And therefore, we argue with the Chachamim. So we're not sure exactly how to understand this Brisa. It's a very, very difficult Brisa to learn because Rashbag could have been understood as arguing on Reb Meir, or he could have been understood as arguing on the Chachamim. This is one of the unfortunate realities of not having sat in that room at that time being a fly on the wall. We just don't know. We can guess. The Gemara is unsure. So forget about our guessing. The Gemara is not even sure. And Rashbag could be understood in two ways, either like Reb Meir, either against Reb Meir or against the Chacham. But we have another problem. We just spoke about the Shittas of Reb Meir and the Chacham. Says the Gemara, Uriminhu. We have a Brisa that directly conflicts with what we just learned. Says the Gemara, we have a Brisa. That if a man says to a woman, you, you will hereby be divorced if you service my father for two years. Or he says to her, Or if you uh, nurse my baby for two years. And then, She was willing to do her work, but then the father died, so she couldn't service him. Or the baby died, so she couldn't nurse the baby. So, Eino get, Tivrei Rav Meir. That is not considered a get, which is odd because in the previous brisa, in a similar case scenario, Rav Meir said that it is a get. Okay, remember what Rav Meir said on the fifth line of this page: "Afal pisha lo niskain matznai hareza get." So that's already going to be one question. Because why is it that according to the Chachamim, that even though she didn't fulfill a Tanai, the din is that it's still a get. What happened to the Tanai? So it says the Gemara halfway down on the page, right in the middle of the page, because I'm ready to do the work. What do you want me to do? He died. It's not my fault that he died. It doesn't mean I'm not divorced. Or or give me the boy, I'd be happy to nurse him. What, what am I supposed to do? I was ready to fulfill the condition. Something happened in the world and I couldn't control it. This is Kasha Derev Meir, Adarev Meir, and Kasha Derabonon, Adarabonon. And as we, I've already highlighted, it's Kasha Derev Meir, Adarev Meir, because Rav Meir on the top of this page, five lines from the top of the page, he says, <laughs> He says that even if they don't fulfill the get, Fulfill the tonight to get because the double condition is lacking. Yet over here, and the Brisa that's halfway down the page, he says, Ain't no get. And the Chachamim also flipped their shitas. So the Gemara responds and says as follows Rav Meir, Rav Meir, Lokasha. Rav Meir is not a stira on himself. Why not? Hasam, in one case, but the Lokafle one is talking about a case where there was no double tanai, and where there's no double tanai, there is no tanai at all, because a tanai is defined by two. And therefore, if there's only one tanai, the hareze get. And hacha, in the other case, is the kafe litanai. One is talking about a case where the get did have two tanai, in which case it is a real tanai, in which case if she doesn't fulfill it, then the get is in fact batel. So that's how Rav Meir gets out of it. And two-thirds of the way down, five lines before the wide lines, the rabbis also have not 
uh, been Soser themselves from one brisa to the next, from the brisa on the beginning of this page until the brisa in the middle of this page. Why not? Man chachamim dehacha. Who's the chachamim in one of these brisas? That's Reb Shimon ben Gamliel. He da'amar kol ikva she'eno heimena hareza get. It's not a steer according to the Rabbanon because in a case scenario where a woman is more than willing to do her part, but there's no one for whom to do the part for because the husband or the, the, the father of the groom or the father of her husband is no longer alive for her to take care of or the baby she's supposed to nurse is no longer alive. That's just not her problem. That's not fair. And that is the end of this little sugya over here. And three lines before the wide lines heading to a new Mishnah, we have one more sugya to learn. Let's say when a husband is giving a get, he makes things even more confusing and he adds two unrelated conditions. Of course. Says the Gemara as follows: Tana Rabban and the rabbis have taught us. Omar She says in front of two witnesses. I'm sorry, he says in front of two witnesses. Condition number one: You will hereby be divorced with this get on the condition that you service my father for two years. But before he handed it to her, the Chazar Omar He says another condition: so now it's just confusing, Pasha. Like, what? What do you want me to do? You said two conditions. Is it, is the operator and, or is the operator or? Ha, what, what is her obligation? Or neither, or is it Batel because he's confusing? So look at the very last words on the first long line of Ayn Vavamad Aleph. Lo bitel The latter comment, the second condition of give me 200 Jews and you'll be divorced does not override the first condition of take care of my father for two years. If she wants, she can use condition number one and take care of her now ex-husband's father. Or no problem. It's either or. The operator that we're looking for is or. It doesn't matter. You can do either one. Okay. But what if the second condition actually conflicts directly with the first one? In this first case, the two don't conflict. Service the father, pay me 200 zoos. They're not mutually exclusive. However, says the Gemara, Aval, second of the wide lines. Omar, la If a husband says in front of a woman, Hereby give you a get on the condition that you pay me 200 zoos. And then without even taking a moment to give her the get, he adds, That is a stira. Then Then she has to give 300 and not 200. Why? They're mutually exclusive. You can't do both of those things. In the first case where we said she can choose which condition to fulfill, that's when condition one and two don't conflict. Condition one was service to father. Condition two was pay 200 zoos. But in the second case where condition number one is pay 200 and condition number two is pay 300, those do conflict with one another. Not perfectly, but maybe we would have argued pay 200 because that's says the Gemara, that's not necessarily the case, that the second condition outweighs the first, and therefore she needs to pay 300 for the divorce to take effect. And then this brisa adds in a little bit of a cryptic line. We had said that in both cases, in case number one, where the first condition was about servicing the father and the second was about paying 200 zoos, if one of the Adim from there and one of the Adim from, right, and one of the Adim from the second case, if I heard one thing, you heard another, can we combine our Adas? We know the husband wants to get divorced. All I heard was, All you heard was, that you give me 200 zoos. 
can we be mitzdarev? So the Mishnah, the Bryce here says, right before our Mishnah, which case is this going on? It can't be talking about the latter case. We said that the first Edus was dissolved because the second Edus overrode the first, 300 against 200. Ella, it must be that when this Bryce says that we cannot combine Edim, it must therefore be Aresha. It's talking about the first case where aid number one heard the condition of Tisham uh, Shias Abba. And aid number two was talking about give me 200 Zuz. So let's say Chaim was an aid for the first testimony and Ruvain was an aid for the second testimony. They didn't hear the same things other than that, other than the fact that this husband wants to divorce his wife. Can they be mitzvah? The answer is no. So says the Gemara, Pshita, they should not be able to join. No, says the Gemara, it's not true. I might have thought, Okay, we just know that she has to fulfill her tonight, but the mice, it's all about the get. Kamash Malon, that that's not true. Kamash Malon, that these Adim cannot be mitzvah. So when there are two conditions on a get, and when the two conditions are not so sir one another, and aid number one heard, Condition one. And aid number three heard condition two. They cannot be mitzvah to be aided. The two aidim have had to have, have had to have heard the same condition. And that brings us to another Mishnah, a Mishnah with a number of subtle different cases and a little bit of geography thrown in just for fun. Eight lines from the bottom on Ayn Vavamadala. A man says, here is your get if I don't return within 30 days. So that's a problem because it doesn't say me'achshav. It's missing that critical language. So then the Gemara says, If he was walking from Yehuda, from the central part of Eretz Yisrael, the Galil, he was walking to the uh, northern part. So the Gemara says, If he gets to the city of Antifras, and then he turns back, it's implied from the Gemara that Antifras is in the Galil, that he actually left Yehuda. That's what's implied. We'll get back to that soon. Um, then Batel Tanao, his condition is, is nullified. And even if he goes out of town for 30 days again, she would not be divorced because he already transacted. He went out of town and came back. So he wasn't gone for 30 days. So his condition is now Batel. And similarly, the, if the Gemara says, If a person says, here's your get, if I'm not back in 30 days, but here he was walking in a different direction. He's walking from the north to the center part of Eretz Yisrael. And he got to the city of Osnoi, which we're assuming here is in Yehuda. And then he goes back home because he left town and came back. His condition is now totally Batel. And if he were to have come back, uh, gone, gone back out of town again for 30 days, even more than 30 days, they would not be divorced because he already... He already fulfilled what, or didn't fulfill what was in his contract. Third case, five lines from the bottom. If a person says, here's your get if I don't come back between now and 30 days, similar to all the first cases, but what's the geographical piece? And he was going to Medina Sayam, but he only got as far as he got to a very northern city. This is a city that we learned earlier in the Masechda, about the tzrif of land, that there was a little tiny strip of land that was considered Eretz Yisrael, that was right near Akko. So in regards to this city of Akko, if he got to Akko, and he turned back, and last but not least, case number, I think, four in our Mishnah, you'll be divorced if I don't see you for 30 days, even if we live in the same house. I'm living upstairs, you're living downstairs, I have my kitchenette, I'm never going to see you. So if 30 days uh, pass, so then the Mishnah adds something very odd. 
even if they see each other, they're still divorced. Says the Mishnah, even if he saw her every day, but because they were not in Yichud together, this is considered to be a get. I know a couple. They really should be divorced. They probably are by now. But they live, well, the husband lives upstairs and the wife lives downstairs. They're just for practical reasons, they didn't want to get divorced. But they, mamish were never. So first of all, that's their kids are little. So why isn't that Yichud? And that's a get. A lot of problems. No? They are married. They're married, but they're decidedly getting divorced at some point. So they're not allowed to be together. And I don't know, I don't know if the, I, makes the... No, but that's where... Cross that line. So when the couple decides that they're getting divorced, they can't sleep together anymore. Yeah, I don't know what the... Yeah, not, it's not a chasim of any kind, I don't, I don't think. Just uh, the decision, the Chorah. Yeah, it seems that way. Hope they're not watching. Okay, that's what the Gemara says, that, it, that it, even if he did see her throughout those 30 days, and the Gemara is going to pick up on why this is the case, get they're still going to be divorced. Now, let's get into some of the geography. In the Reisha of our Mishnah, we assume that Antifras was in the Galil. That's can't, that can't be true. Where Minhi, we have a Brisa. And this Brisa, Tosefta, actually says a little differently. Antifras, Bihuda. And Rikfar Osnai Begalil. Double knock on our Mishnah. And Bain Taim, and for the cities in between, Matilin Oso the Chumra, we have to treat, if he if he goes that far to that Bain Taim place and then comes back, we treat him the Chumra of being Megureshes, turning to the top of Ayin Vavamudbez, the Eina Megureshes. This is that category of tremendous suffix, and we're not sure. So, how do we get out of this problem? Because it seemed to be from our Mishnah that we assumed he went from Yehuda to Galil, he left Yehuda got to the city of Antifras, which we thought was in Galil, and then came back home and the Mishnah said to Na'obatel that they're not going to be divorced. But the Brisa that we just saw on the bottom of the page of Tosefta seems to say that Antifras was not in the Galil, it was in Yehuda. Samar Abaye, you're 100% right. Geographically, Antifras is in Yehuda. So, okay, then what was going on in our Mishnah? So really, our Mishnah is very complicated, and our Mishnah has multiple layers that we couldn't see. Uh, in the Mishnah itself. Top of Ayin Vavamibbez, Amar Abaye, really our Mishnah was trey t'na'e ka'amarla. He gave her a, t- a double condition. Imatina le'galil, the second I leave Yehuda and get into the Galil, case number one in our Mishnah, le'altar le'havigita, you will instantly be divorced. Ve'imishtahina be'orcha t'lasin yomin, but if I if I go slowly and I wait 30 days while I'm traveling, below asina, and I don't get there, le'havigita, uh, then after 30 days, you'll be divorced. If I only go as far as Antifras, which is not in the Galil, but is in Yehuda, the Chazar, and I come back, I didn't get into the Galil, I never left Yehuda. And So he's a double condition of 30 days and location. So our Mishnah really is more complicated than it seems. Similarly, at the two dots, six lines down, we had said in the second case of the third case, actually, the case of Akko, is that to say that Akko is actually in Medina Sayam? Is it in Chutz Laaretz? We learned early in the Masechta. 
right? Really, we should not be living where we are. And when one is living in Eretz Yisrael, they really should try not to leave. And the Gemara speaks about the halachic exemptions as to when one can leave. Chutzlaretz for Parnasa, for Shiduchim, for some other things, for Talmud Torah maybe. So the Gemara says that they didn't want to leave. So they went as far as Akko. But if the Isser was leaving Eretz Yisrael and you'd walk them to Akko, so that means Akko is part of Eretz Yisrael. Yet it is implied from our Mishnah that it's Medina Sayyam. So the Gemara says about a 12 lines down on Ayin Vavamid Beis, you're right, Omar Abaye, Treit Really, it's a similar double condition as we saw before. And again, our Mishnah is yet again multi layered. If I make it to Medina Sayyam, you'll be divorced right away. If I delay 30 days while I'm traveling, the 30 days there also is going to be another trigger. So either I get, to, get there or I don't get there, but if 30 days pass, you're divorced. If I make it to Akko, which is still part of Eretz Yisrael, the Chazar, and I came back, the Lola Medina Sayamata, and Velo Ishtahuye Nami Ishtahitlasinyom and Batel Tanao, then it's going to be Batel because I didn't do anything. I never left the city. I never left, I never left Yehuda, or I never left the Galil, wherever we are. Good. And the last case, this complicated case, third of the way down, first of the very long lines. Let's see how far we go. In the Gemara, I think we're going to the top. Yeah, we should be going to the top of Ayan Zayn and Aleph. The Gemara says in the first of the long lines, the case of or 30 days without me seeing you. And then our Mishnah added that weird turn of events. If I don't see you for 30 days, you're divorced. But then the Mishnah said explicitly, but if I see you as long as we're not in Yichud, so then you're then you're you're the get is the get still counts. It says the Gemara, I don't understand. Avar, 30 days didn't pass without them seeing one another. So Amaravhuna, my panayich, Tashmish. That when our Mishnah said, if I don't see you for 30 days, it means that if I don't sleep sleep with you for 30 days, if there's no Tashmish Amita for 30 days, so then that's when you're divorced. So seeing you isn't a problem. It's the Tashmish Amita. We just assume that when the husband said, if, we, if 30 days pass and I don't see you, what he means is that if they don't sleep together for 30 days, so then they're going to be divorced. Why is it that we refer to Tashmish Amita as Panayich? Says the Gemara, Lishna Me'alya Nokat. Famous language from the early parts of Maseches Psachim. Ish Asher Lo Yetahor. Remember all those languages there? All of the, the lengthy positive languages about a negative. Same thing is true here, that Panecha is Lishna Me'alya. But Rav Yochanan argues, this is fascinating. But if Yochanan Amar, second of the wide lines, Lolam Panecha Mamish. No, the Mishnah is literal. We're not talking about Tashmish Amita. It's when I see your face. If I don't see you for 30 days, you're divorced. So says the Gemara, it, what happens if they see each other? So then the get is still okay. And look at this gentle but beautiful distinction. Miktani Harezumigureshes. What did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said that if a husband doesn't see her for 30 days, then um, then, they, then it's going to be a get. And then it says, even if they see each other, it'll still be a get. The, Gemara, the Mishnah doesn't say they'll be divorced if they see each other during those days. Just that, ha, that the, not that it's Megureshes, but Hareze get ketani. Meaning we don't assume that they slept together. And therefore, So let's say he says, I'm writing you a get now, and it will apply for any 30-day stretch when I don't see you. 
he sees her on days two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But from days 11 to 41, they don't see each other. They're divorced on day 41. And all that it means is that after the get was written, even though he sees her, that doesn't create a scenario of get Yoshan. And the Gemara will now bring a raya for the Shita of Rav Yochanan, four lines into the wide lines. And the, the Gemara's raya for Rav Yochanan is as follows. Tanya Kavase de Rav Yochanan. If a man says to a woman that if 30 days pass and I don't see you, will be divorced. And he sees her all the time. So the Brisa says, Because there was no Yichud between the two of them, therefore, we're not concerned that they slept together. We know what a get yashan is. A get yashan is when a husband uh, has prepared a get and then they sleep together. So then you need a new get. That get doesn't work anymore. You've invalidated the get with the Tashmashamita. So therefore, the Gemara says that um, when they see each other, it doesn't invalidate the get. It's uh, the get is still fine. It's not a get yashan. We're not worried that anything happened between the two of them. Asks the Gemara, the elephant in the room, why aren't you concerned that something happened? Vilechush, that perhaps Shem appeased. Maybe he appeased her. Maybe she appeased him. And they decided to try things again and they slept together again. Why shouldn't we be concerned about that? So the Gemara gives an ukimta. Amar Rabba Barav Huna, Hachi Amar Abba Mari, Mishmei Be'omer, what is our case? It's where a husband says, Ne'emenes alai, she has believed against me, Lomar Shalobasi, that I was not together with her. And therefore, in this case, and in this case only, this uh, it works that she is going to be divorced. We trust her to say that she did not sleep with him. Now, this uh, ukimta of Omer Ne'emenes alai, Lomar Shalobasi, Ikademasni la amasnisen. Some say that it actually applies to another case. There's a Mishnah that says, lobasi, from now, retroactive to right now. From now, im lobasi chodesh, that if a husband says, if I'm not back within a year, then they'll be divorced. Now, what if chodesh, if he dies within the 12 months, get, then we should assume that they uh, that it's going to be a get. Maybe before he died, there was pius, and the get is actually invalid because they slept together, and that's a get yashon. Says the Gemara, here is where we apply that line of Rababar Ravhuna. Amar Rababar Ravhuna, Hachi Amar Abamari Mishmei Be'omer Lomar Shalobasi, and uh, therefore. In such a case, we trust her. So we're just not sure where Rabbi Bar of Huna's line was applied. Was it applied in our initial case that we presented, the case of the Raya of Rav Yochanan, or was it presented in the case of the 12 months? We're not sure. And says the Gemara as a final qualification before the next Mishnah, man de masni lo amasnisen, the one who says it in regards to our Mishnah, which is what Rav Yochanan was referring to, all the more so in regards to the case of the Brisa. But according to the one who holds that the condition of Omer Ne'emenes Alai Lomar Shalobasi is true by the Brisa, by the case of the retroactive divorce to 12 months, but in regards to our Mishnah, it may not actually apply there because he never actually showed up. Could be. So that we don't know. Next Mishnah, halfway down, two-thirds of the way down, I should say, on Ayin Vav and heading to the top of the next page. We're not going to the Perak, but we're going to go a few lines down. Says the Gemara, This was the case that we just saw above. 
but now we're seeing it in its appropriate marimakom. A man says to a woman, this is your get if I don't return within 12 months. And then, and he dies within those 12 months, says the Gemara, it's not a get. The word that's missing here is me'achshav. Because there's no word me'achshav, your condition can't work because ein get la'achar misa. So if you don't put in an anchor to today, to a time when he is alive, then just saying, if I'm not if I'm not back in 12 months, we're divorced, doesn't work because ein get la'achar misa, and you don't have an anchor to come back to from when he was alive. However, if a person says, if a man does have a time of now woven in, a time where he says, and then, then that would in fact be a get, because there we don't have the concern of and the Gemara says two thirds of the way down, three lines into the Mishnah on this page, if I don't return between now and 12 months, then I'd like you to please write and give my wife a get. And what did these Adim do, the messengers? They wrote the get during the 12 months. They split up their responsibilities. The writing was done in month 11. And the giving over the Nasina was done in month, in month 13. Ain't no get, that does not count. However, if he said the, the command first, there, in the reverse case, where he says, I'd like you to please write and give to my wife first. And then he says what we're talking about. So then, the Tanakhama holds that that's not a get. However, Yossi Omer get because here a person a person showed that the kisfu and the nasina were the ikker and the time was not the timing of that was not the ikker. The Mishnah continues three lines before the end of this Mishnah, three fourths of the way down. Kisfu la'achar yud beis chodesh. If the get was written after the twelve month mark, v'nasnu la'achar yud beis chodesh, and umeis, and then he died. Im haget kodem lemisa harez get. If the get was given before the husband died, that worked because it doesn't break any rules. However, v'imisa kodma laget eno get. But if it were to be the case that the husband's death was before the get, then the get doesn't work. Why not? Same principle. Ein get laachar misa because once a husband dies. With all of his well-intentioned, uh, all, all well-intended ideas of making sure she's divorced, to avoid yibum, to whatever the details are, whatever he was trying to cause, it doesn't work when it, when we're breaking the rules of ein get la And lastly, yadua, let's say that a husband uh, appoints shlichim to give a get to the wife, and he doesn't say me'achshav. So then we have to be worried about ein get la So if he hands the woman the get, and in another country, we don't have a time of death of the husband. We don't know. We don't know if it was before he died, in which case the get is chal, or after he died, in which case the get is not chal, because ain't get la The Mishnah concludes, he she'am, zohi she'amru migureshes ve'enu migureshes. Says the Gemara, that's the case, which is extremely confusing. And let's start uh, with this piece of Gemara. And we will stop shortly. Tanu Rabbanon, Tanu Tana, excuse me, Tana the Brisa teaches us, Rabbo Senu Hitiruha Linase, that in the case of our Mishnah, 
they do in fact allow for the remarriage. What case is this talking about? Rashi underneath at the first of the very long lines, first Rashi on the Gemara, mm-hmm. it seems to be that the rabbis, and we saw this Gemara earlier, uh, that it's going to be in the name of uh, that he was of the opinion that this actually does work as a get. Man Rabosenu, Who's the author of this get uh, that allows for them, uh, allows her to remarry, meaning she's divorced? It's the same Bezdin that allowed the oil to be used, as we saw in Rashi on Shabbos, I believe it was, uh, a same Bezdin that allowed a certain oil to be used by Goyim. They must hold a Rav Yossi that even though it doesn't say the word Achshab, it doesn't matter. And the get still works and she can remarry. Why? What does Rav Yossi hold? To Omar, Zmano Shel Shtar The date that's on the get is enough. You don't need to say the word Me'achshav to create a retroactive scenario and avoid the problems of Ein Get La'achramisa when there's a date on the get. That's what he holds. Omar Rabbi Abba Bereder of Chia Barabam Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yehuda Nesiya, Beno Shel Rabban Gamliel, Bar Rebbe, Rabbi Yehuda Nesiya, who is the one of that Bezin who is Shara Mishra, Rabbi Yehuda Nesiya, the grandson of Rebbe, said, he paskened this way, that we, that we don't need to say Achshab, as long as there's a date on it, we're good. Velo Hodulo, nobody agreed with him. Velo Hodulo, Kol Siato. None of his friends agreed with him. They all felt that it actually was not a get, that you would have to say Me'achshab. Otherwise, if you don't say Me'achshab and the husband died, then we're in a scenario of Ein Get La'achamisa. Let me just highlight this point uh, outside of the Gemara just to make sure it's clear. If a get doesn't have a retroactive aspect to it and a husband dies, we have no way of instituting that get because of a halachic principle of Ein Get La'achamisa. But this chiddush of an idea that Rabbi Yossi is saying and what Rabbi Yehuda Nussi is saying after him is that if there's a date on the get, even though the get was not written retroactively, the date is the machria. If the date is written for today, today is uh, tonight is Yudal the month of Av, and then the husband says, if uh, if I don't come back in thirty days, and he doesn't come back in thirty days, but he doesn't say Me'achshav, says Machlokas. Do we say like our mission of Ein Get Misa and the get is a zero? Because what are you going to do? He died, or do we say no? The fact that there's a date on the get that is enough. So that's the machlokas that's going on here. Rabbi Yehuda Nesia held this way, but none of his friends did. The Amrela, some say Kol Shaito, the entire time he was alive, nobody ever, he was mamish a das yachid. We have this sometimes. We have uh, people who are das yachids. We have shitas that are das yachids. This comes up a lot as a moel. Oh, the Sad Rebbe held that if you don't do mitzitzah, there is a shita like that, but it's a das yachid. And if you're a satmer chassid and he's your Rebbe, no problem. But if you're stama litvak, there's no, you just got to follow the general rules of psak. So that's a das yachid. Okay. Omar le revelazer lehahu saba ki sharisuha lealtar sharisuha o laachar shnemasar chodesh sharisuha. When Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi allowed this woman to remarry, as our Gemara opened, Rabbi Senu Hitureli Nasei, when did they allow it? Did they allow her to remarry right away when he made this twelve-month condition, or did she did she have to wait twelve months? Oh, laachar shnei masar chodesh 
Lealtar Sharisuha to Halo Asi, Odil Malachari Beshoda Sharisusa who Sharisuha to Ha Ikaimle Tanao. Maybe we should say that right away uh, he should she should be free because we don't assume he's gonna come back, or perhaps we need to wait because he might come back. Says the Gemara, this isn't only a question on our Mishnah. It's also a question on something that we learned, not just uh, not just from our Mishnah, but from another case in our Mishnah, which is as follows. Even in the case where it says, And then, The husband dies within the 12 months. How raise a get? It's a get la altar. Have a get? Do we say that it's immediately a get to hello asi because he's not here? Odilma la achar yud beis chodesh to ha ikaim le tenoeha. Which one is it? The question should apply to both cases, not just the case of Rabbi Huda Nasiya, but even the case of me'achshav. The Gemara says, I agree with you. You're absolutely right. Two lines from the bottom on Ayin Vavamud Beit. You're 100% right. The question applies in both cases. But what was going on in our Gemara? Our Gemara told the story of Hahu Saba. This was an actual case. The reason why we drilled down on this story about this one case is because the guy was standing there in Bezdin when Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah came up with this psak. So he wanted to know what is Rabbi Yehuda? Yes, of course, the question applies to other cases in Shastu. No, no one's disagreeing. But the reason why Hahu Saba only focused on the case of Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah because he was in the room. And on the bottom line, the Gemara adds yet another case. Amar modim. Everyone agrees. If the condition that the husband says is when the sun comes out of where it comes from. So then turning to the top of Ayin he's saying when the sun comes out. And if he dies at night and he didn't die during the day, but what if he didn't say What if, and we see this now on the second line of Ayin Zayin and Aleph, what if he said Al Minartika? How do we look at that? Is it right away? And we don't know if the language of Im is meaningful, because Im is not Al that was case number one versus case number two. And the very bottom case is lichashatete, which is im tetze. So if he says we're divorced, if uh, only when the sun comes out, but not me'achshav. So how do we look at both of these cases? So the Gemara said, mar savar laki rabiosi. One person holds like rabiosi, da'amar, that the word me'achshav is completely irrelevant. And zmano shel shtar mochiachalav. V'havalei kemehayom imesi, kemehachshav imesi. That it doesn't matter. All of these languages are irrelevant. The date is what matters. And mar savar, the other shita, and mar lo savar, lo, savar ke rabiosi. And the other shita disagrees with rabiosi. He disagrees with Rabiosi and says it's only like Im Mesi, and therefore it doesn't really matter at all. We would need to have the word Me'achsha for it to be meaningful. We'll stop right here and Emir Tzashem pick up tomorrow in person, eight, nine lines down at the two dots on Ayin Zayin and Aleph. Wishing you all a beautiful night.